0: I, James, founded and work for HPI, but do not represent them or any of their opinions.
1: Welcome to season nine, episode 328 of the Furlough Grows Tech Podcast. Every week, we definitively answer one question about the future of tech. To do that, we take into account many factors, including the companies involved, the people working for them, their marketing, and of course, the technology they're developing. I'm Matthew Bean Furlow, and making well over four hundred million dollars in the first week in the box office is my brother James Furlow. I'm assuming you haven't seen Black Panther yet. I feel like didn't we talk about this last week? You steamrolled it last week with uh, <laughs> The <with> Justice League. <laughs> I which, did, which you said was the the best movie ever. And or you that was your did you top. watch it? I watched in the last week. It's fine, it's, it's fine, James. It is it's fine. It's not great. It's it's fine. <laughs> I did and, I, and the one scene that everybody I'm gonna spoil it because everybody likes it. It that's really fun is when The
0: Flash tries to outrun Superman. Oh. And <laughs> I you know what that entire scene is just fantastic. But yeah. I'm I'm a Superman fan. And so um, this last week I rewatched two scenes. And they were his two main scenes because I just they're just my favorite. How are we doing this? We're we're talking about
1: Justice just League. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, Thor did. That's how I roll. I know, man. But seriously, Black Panther is on. I think it's pretty uh, good. It is on a course to be uh, the last Jedi for box office, which is not a well, insanity. It's good. It's probably going to beat Civil War, which is not so crazy crazy. I mean, it's just a. This movie's a tank.
0: And I, you know, is I, it is it like is it just the movies that good, or are we just that excited for Age of Ultron coming up? And um, they timed it just right in the year, maybe. And um, Disney doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they make a lot of money
1: no matter what. Um, yeah, my, yeah. Black Panther is only eight million dollars behind Civil War, um, and. A week after it came out no um the no i think it's i think it's good i think it's really good uh, i think huh. they did a lot of things right uh and honestly one of the things that is good about it is it's not super snark based it's it's quite earnest actually um which is kind of totally different than a lot of the other marvel movies and it's true and um, you know, and, and honestly, it's like the it, part of the reason why Justice League's so good is because Superman's just a genuinely like hopeful guy all of a sudden. And, you know, it's like, wow, that's right. That's what Superman's supposed to be. And there's this sort of earnest superhero vibe that you get from Black Panther that, that Marvel mm. really hasn't done a good job at with any other characters. Um, and, you know, and I and and there is I think there
0: is truth to I like this. I think this earnest is with Captain America, but you know. Yeah, you know He's also start, gotten complicated the longer he's been around. That's that, yeah. yeah. It. That's but he
1: definitely, was definitely earnest
0: in his first one.
1: That's actually you know it's hundred percent true. And 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 a lot of people loved that loved him for that. And um you know and it's undeniable that that at least part of this is that he's like he's a black superhero and but he's like a really it's, I don't know, it's funny because I, uh, one of our, one of my, my best friends asked is like, you know, is this just like a generic superhero that happens to be black? And I'm like, well, part of what makes the movie great, I think, is the fact that like him being black is like integral to his character and his story arc, but it's also just kind of a generic superhero movie. <laughs> and that's, that is really powerful in and of itself is that, you know, as a, as if you're, if you are an African-American kid looking for a hero to look up to who's just sort of a generic superhero. You've got one now and uh, um, And okay. you know which it, which there's I can see why especially on a worldwide market I think that has a lot of strength to it and the main actor like there's really great acting like you know, the, the main actors
0: Gonna be a worldwide No, it's a good movie you know, I just okay, wanted to, to know when it out. comes out. When it comes out, all in all, you're, you're DC iTunes. fanboy.
1: I get it. I get it. Oh, um, I got to put it out as the, Unapologetic.
0: The James, it's not what we're here to talk about. I should probably week. disclose that at the top of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, so the question that I want to propose this week, and it's going to take a little bit of setup, but the question I want to answer is what comes after peak smartphone?
0: Mm, um, peak tablet.
1: There we go. So, Next
0: episode. Yeah, <laughs> done. Let's go, back to, let's,
1: go to, <laughs> let's go back to superhero talk. Uh, <laughs> so, the, so the article that yeah. kind of spurred this thought in me was uh, um, the Register had a, they, they oftentimes report on um smartphone sales across the markets mm-hmm. and, um the big headline here was worldwide smartphone shipments were down for the first time ever uh chinese phone grow apple and samsung um huh. went down so uh but one of the really interesting things about this is that um you know a lot of your markets where samsung and apple have been huge since the beginning uk japan america um are fully saturated those markets aren't growing um, yeah. And Apple has made a lot of its growth by stealing customers from Samsung as opposed to expanding new markets. There's a lot of these- Do we have to
0: say stealing? I should probably mention winning. another
1: they're, um, they're winning. Yeah, no, no they're another another
0: disclosure here.
1: <laughs> um by 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 winning over customers from yes.
0: Samsung.
1: Um and one of the interesting things here is that uh most of the smartphone growth has been happening um with companies like Xiaomi and Huawei, Chinese uh, Oppo, Chinese phone manufacturers who are making super basic or not, or just super commodity phones, phones that have become their like lowest possible price. And they've had a lot of growth in China and India and countries where in developing markets, developing, there we go. And so the question is, have we have we hit peak smartphone? Is it what this is? is this a brief hiccup that has nothing to do with it? Or have we gotten to the point where pretty much all these markets are saturated and they're not going to grow any further?
0: It's hard to think that it's just a blip given how many cell phones have actually been sold.
1: Yeah. So my first thought is I actually, I don't want to spend too much time asking the question of, is this peak smartphone? Because my sense is that it if was, it isn't it? Yeah. If this isn't it, we're only months away from it. <laughs> like yeah. we're here, um, and and so the question to me, the bigger question, the more and, and, and just so you, to give a little to give a little bit of background, there's a pretty good quote about several major factors include or caused the market shrinkage, said Anshul Gupta, research director at Gartner. Uh, first upgrades there. from feature phones to smartphones have slowed right down due to lack of quality. Ultra low-cost smartphones and users prefer are preferring to buy quality feature phones. Second, replacement smartphones. Replacement smartphone users are choosing quality models and keeping them longer, lengthening the replacement cycle of smartphones. Moreover, the demand for high-quality 4G connectivity and better camera features remains strong, high expectations, and few incremental benefits during replacement uh weekend smartphone sales yeah so- the way
0: i would say that is slightly different which would you say the the um the product cycle development side of it has matured mm-hmm. where the you know there was a while there where like you wanted to get every incremental phone because the leap was ridiculous right. and now you could have a phone that's 3 years old but you're like oh you know what works all right you know if you don't want the latest and greatest I do, but not everybody needs it. Yeah. And so um the social Yeah, I totally get that.
1: I mean the latest and greatest is is not there like it used to be 5 years ago, you know. Yeah. you, it's like, oh, you got a phone. Yeah, cool. You get the new 10, people might be curious, but like 4 or 5 years ago that was Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, I I remember cuz I cause, cause I got the 10. Um man, I've I've had like probably less than a dozen people. You know, I'll pull it out and they'll go, "Oh, Set the ten. And that really only lasted for like a week or two. Yeah. And then it was kinda like, oh whatever, they're everywhere. Um, but I remember I think it was when I got the six. That was it was the plus, that's what it was. Six plus. Right, yeah. That was one where, oh my gosh, like everybody wanted to see that and look at the screen and see what it was. And and I remember even when I when I got the original iPhone. Yeah, that's right, full disclosure. Um, there's a lot of people who wanted to see that one too. But right. Yeah, this one round, which it's funny, like I'm more excited about the ten than the others. And, uh-huh. uh which probably because I own it right now. But um, yeah, like, eh, no, people, whatever.
1: I and I think I think what the I think to me the there's there's two factors to this, right? Two two consequences to what you just said is that we sort of hit this mature thing. Number one, the return on investment for R and D dollars is is shrinking. You know, you gotta spend more and more money to get to get new features that are going to really impress and drive sales. Um, And
0: so we've talked about this from a startup standpoint. If you're in a mature market, it's super hard as a startup because the requirements to just have a minimal viable product are already huge.
1: Right, exactly. And, and that's in, but even for these big companies, they're less excited about dumping money into these, Two new features for these phones because you're
0: moving on to hard problems to solve (laughs) yeah
1: exactly (laughs) and then but the other piece of it is that because you've got these super commodity because there's so many competitors and they the vast majority of the smartphone market is all super commodity phones just as cheap as they get. And they're pretty solid and they last a pretty good amount of time. And the consequence yeah. of that is that consumers actually have, they spend more less money up front and they hold on to, they spend money less frequently. So consumers have more capital in their pockets individually to spend on whatever. And companies are less excited to spend huge amounts of R and D to try to make new features. Cause like you said, they've now moved on to hard problems. Um, yeah. To me, the reason why I get excited is because desktops were about around for 10, 15 years before the first laptops came around and the desktops hit a saturation in the market and then laptops started to explode onto the seed and there was explosive growth and innovation there until those things tend to peak at the same time. The innovation and the saturation kind of go hand in hand and that usually primes the pump for the next thing the next um, big thing and
0: so yeah we, we're at we're at a little over 10 years well duh, yeah, ten, yeah okay exactly. it's
1: like the i mean we are so like, we still
0: got five more years before the next big thing really comes
1: not yeah I'm,
0: is it 15 years maybe it's here already
1: i'm right? gonna say well, I think I think chances are it's here already. Just like it's the new voice, smart speakers, right? smart. I feel like
0: we're still in the um, the Treo days of that. say
1: the, the Blackberry days. Yeah. The
0: Blackberry days.
1: Which is, I mean, I think that's the important part here is that one of these technologies probably is quote the next big thing and that everybody's going to get excited about for a bit. But yeah,
0: is it is it voice? <laughs> is it VR? is it ar oh, i think it's a- i think it's ar um is it i don't know i'm trying to think swearables no swearables um, wearables okay swearables did you ever uh,
1: watch the movie what we do in the darkness it's a no. uh, it's a mockumentary about vampires and there's a scene with uh, oh yes that's the
0: um the of the, of the Conquered, Conquered yeah. guys yeah yeah
1: and, yeah and the no with td uh the dude the dude who directed the latest Thor movie was the director in it of this one. And he uh, but my favorite oh. scene is they've got they've got werewolves in there, but they're like nice werewolves. And somebody somebody cusses at the uh at the uh, <laughs> at the vampires and the leader goes, Hey, no swearing, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff.
0: You know, I watched the trailer for that, and it looked it's, hilarious. It's, I should watch the whole it's thing. It's
1: great. It is definitely worth watching, and <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It's got that weird sort of. It's mostly just funny jokes and puns and stuff, with just a splash of like the really sort of dark surrealism that you get from things like *Fight of the Conquered. It's good. Um, nice, nice. <laughs> but it's you know, anyways. So yeah. So I think I think the obvious. I think. You and I sort of feel the same way. It's probably, it's probably not drones. It probably is... 3D
0: smart- printing.
1: Oh, yes. Um, uh, it, might, <laughs> it might be reusable rockets. It might be mm. cars. I don't mm. know. Those are, those are definitely... I feel like consumer electronics and cars keep getting closer together, but as markets go, I think they're still pretty far apart. Just of the
0: I think you can, make- there's room for both right yes I think think it's
1: important part we stopped buying as many laptops as frequently and as a consequence could afford smartphones every year yes and yes and now that people aren't buying smartphones every year we're gonna get to the point in a couple years here where we're okay buying the next cool thing every year and you know
0: yeah that's true smart speakers yeah no i don't think Um,
1: i think smart speakers are really neat in that we've talked about this before but if it's got a decently process decently fast onboard processor and a wi-fi connection they'll just keep getting better you don't necessarily have to buy new ones every year you know yeah that's
0: true well and it's one of those where it's like again it's like what's the you can make a speaker great and then you add a voice assistant and it's and like the opportunities for adding features and differentiation are limited.
1: Yeah.
0: It's all software as you were just saying, which you can continue on that for a really long time without ever changing. And I think we're, this is more of a hardware discussion. Like where are you, where you pouring your resources into from a, from a hardware standpoint? At least if you think about it from where the companies are investing their R and D, I think they're all continuing. I mean, software. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know they've kind of stopped really doing big strides on desktop computers or laptops just cause it's pretty good. Yes. Microsoft would probably disagree with me, but, um, <laughs> it looks very similar. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, let's take a quick break here and let's get back. Let's get to the nitty gritties of this. All right, man.
1: Well, this, uh, this episode is brought to you by, uh emojis Emojis Ah. are a good convenient way of communicating (laughs) your emotions through hieroglyphics um you can you can you can do lobster emojis now those are optional got smiley faces thumbs up use them all over the place specifically your smartphone
0: Mm, Uh, yes i do
1: cross-cultural communication they're a wonderful thing and they're I use
0: me. I use I tend to use the thumbs up for I read this. Thank you. Like yeah. it's like a read receipt, if you will.
1: Right. I use the thumbs up as opposed to KK. I used to do KK to everything. I don't know why. But
0: Yeah, yeah, the thumbs up. Uh the really big ones, like the bitmojis, those kind of an, like a bitmoji thumbs up. Those kind of annoy me. It's like, look, if you're gonna take the time to get like a big picture of a thumbs up, make it worth my while. Like <laughs> find something fun don't just give me the standard like a bigger version of thumbs up either give me the quick thumbs up or like make it fun like actually go out and find a gif that more closely represents your feelings towards this yeah that's that's a that's a weird pet peeve of mine i know people where they will just send me like it's it's just a bigger picture of a thumbs up like what are you doing that's weird I think it's
1: weird. Maybe Does, it's not. Wait, wait a second. Doesn't that just automatically do it if all you do is send the thumbs up emoji? Just makes it big?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Let I'm pretty check. sure that that's the case. Cause Let I, me check. Let me check. Where's your you name? Could... Where's your name? Your phone number is... Okay. Let's see here. I don't even have... No, see, that one's fine. What you just sent me, that's fine. I that's... mean, I'm talking like it's two to three times that size. Really? Yes, man. Who, who does that? That's awful. I'm not going to call them out on this podcast cause it's right. not fair, but yes, no, it's like, it's like they have a picture of a thumbs up and sent that. I, I don't know if I'm accurately describing it, but no, no, I,
1: I, I, I
0: that's- I'm like, if you were going to like do that, why? Just, <laughs> like give me something good. Like add some motion to it. I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, I feel like we are, uh, emojis. Yeah, yeah. good. You should Anyways, use if them you want to support appropriately. appropriately.
1: Go out and use emojis, <laughs> share some emotions. <laughs> um.
0: uh, emojis. So speaking of emotions, here's an interesting thing about smartphones that, um, Catherine Nicholas of the week kind of posed. She asked the question, why don't smartphones have nicknames? And let me ask you this. Does your smartphone have a nickname? no do you call it my little slate no i don't think so so she she points out to like historically people would name things we would name our homes we would name our well not me our boats uh we would name our cars we would we would even name in some in a lot of cases people would name their computers or their laptops um there was this this familial um I don't know, connection, this relationship that people would have with their devices to the point where they would name them. And and then when you finally had to give it up and part ways and go on to something else, there was an emotional loss that was there. Yes, emotional excitement. I feel like you're just like, whatever. <laughs> um, there's an emotional excitement around getting something new. And, and again, there's that loss of giving up something But for whatever reason, when it comes to smartphones, that's not the case. Even though in some ways they're the most personal device that a lot of us have ever owned. They literally capture our memories. We don't just, and are with us when we're making memories, but uh, we don't name them. And when we get a new one, we tend to not lament the loss of the old one anymore. And, um, it was at that point that the article kind of trailed off and didn't hit a good point. I was kind of hoping for, um, like, here's the psychology behind that. Um, that didn't happen. So I was disappointed, but, um, other than to say, um, you know, it, maybe it has something to do with this whole asset light generation where people don't really want to own things necessarily. And you never really owned your phone to begin with. Cause you're on this two year contract type of thing. Um, even though I'm like, that's your house is the same way, (laughs) but, um, but anyways, it was just this thought. And so, which I, you know, we were talking about peak smartphone where it was like, go ahead.
1: My thought would be this. I actually think it's Apple's fault. I I think that Steve jobs (laughs) went really, really far out of his way to want, like there was a really big move sort of leading up to the iPhone that there was a hundred different flavors of smartphones. There was a lot of diversity. (laughs) Find the one that fit you, even though the features were all pretty homogenized and, or, you know, they weren't really capable of much. And then the iPhone came along and one of the big complaints is that made you look like a sheeple. Everybody had the exact same iPhone. It's true. But that was a Steve Jobs
0: thing. It was maybe new. people like they fall in love with our cases and other phones. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's where the differentiation is, you know, everybody had an you had an iPhone, that was the important thing. And then you'd get your case to 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 give or like
0: device. me. Go no naked. case. And, right. And Steve
1: Jobs and Johnny Ives hated cases until they finally had to jump on board and make a case and you can tell they still hate them
0: my wife um if i'll have her do something on my phone sometimes every time she picks up she's like oh my gosh it's just all glass i'm gonna break it like ah she'll just set it down She's she like, can't even handle it it's fine <laughs> it's okay that's funny it's not gonna bite you i mean don't drop it but you could um yeah yeah um but i thought it was just interesting that yeah, our phones, we just, for whatever reason, as personal as they are, we all we we also don't have this personal connection with them. So it's like you hear, oh, peak smartphone, you're like, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's I, know. I will say this. I, uh, I am, there is a phone that I'm going to get.
0: Ooh, I, tell me about it.
1: I'm very excited. Uh, really? Uh, yes, I'm super excited. It's a Nokia, <laughs> a Nokia, I know.
0: Okay. A,
1: the company that makes uh Nokia phones but for the record for those of you who are annoyed by the way that I say it that's the way that the that Nokia employee say it I'm just yeah just, when it writes um but the Nokia doesn't make smartphones anymore uh what companies, no they don't HM- and they're
0: thinking about getting out of the health fitness stuff which is they're just closing their who knows what on, they do anymore yeah.
1: So HMD uh, the guys they're bringing back the 8110 back to life. It's a retro classic. Uh, this thing it's got a slightly curved handset and a little slider that comes down with the microphone and the slider. And yeah. It's got a keyboard. It's black and it's from the Matrix. It's the nice. I, the
0: Matrix uh, phone.
1: I have wanted one of those phones. Since really? since the matrix, since the first time i saw the matrix which was significantly after they stopped making those those phones so i was like willing to spend big money on it i was a big big matrix and i still
0: i was just so like, you're gonna get this phone and do what with it i don't know
1: probably make calls on it and stuff I can okay pop my pop my sim card in there it's got lte support across uh europe which is pretty good um it's only ninety seven bucks, James. For ninety seven bucks, I'll figure out what I can do. <laughs> you can you can live the dream. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big deal to me. Um I don't
0: know. I like it. That's funny. It's got a camera, um, that's nice. Yeah, the, the the review of it. The T nine is gonna kill you though. Right away, yeah.
1: The uh the Tom Warren, the the author of the article, he was just like, Yeah, I took a picture with the phone, it was awful. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So the point—that's—I was gonna say—that's not why you're buying that phone, and they know it. Well, there's bad as t- Nintendo. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. It's the phone from the Matrix. Do you want it? Yes, I do want it. Can I have it, please?
0: Um. Worst yeah. part is they probably could have set it at fifty bucks higher, and you still would have bit. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> that's all Almost right. Soon. You wouldn't. You wouldn't pay two hundred, but man, you'd pay one fifty. I would. I definitely would think about it for an awful long time. <laughs> Uh, peak smartphone. You know, one of the things that does happen when you hit peak smartphone, when, the when the market appears to be maturing is that's when differentiation really genuinely starts to play a role because before that point, your forecast is pretty easy. How much can we, how many can we make? Okay. Let's like, let's just make, that's how many we'll sell. Right. Okay. And, and cause the market's expanding, everyone's kind of, um, enjoying it. And I mean, I, I'm, oversimplify it a little bit but at least the big players for the most part you know that you don't have to try it very hard and but as the as the market expand or starts to contract and and get bigger the like you said the only way you're really going to grow at this point is to steal or win over customers and and it's this weird like you get that through differentiation, but like you said, at the same time, doing new innovative, um, features is super tough. And so you find like, I actually think that that Nokia phone is like right up the alley. It's like, yeah, this wasn't hard to do. Right. Yeah. We're, we're trading on something other than just, this is the best camera out there. Um, but I think you're just going to start to see more and more of that. Uh, which is what you start to see with laptops, right? They went like, remember the netbook days, right? Then, yeah. Um, then they had like the super slim or whatever they're called, um, you know, ultra portable. That's what it was. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then they and then they was all were going for the the super super dense, the UHD screens for the yeah UHD. That's right. So um, yeah, so you'll start to see similar. You continue to see similar things with smartphones. I think that's obviously they've taken a lot of cues from the PC world already, but um, that's what will continue to happen. Yeah. I, I don't I, think you're gonna. I, and Oh, Oh, the other thing that happens is consolidation. That's, that's the other big trend. Yeah. So I, we've already seen some of it, but not a lot of it. And we should, and we should start to see more of it, but, um, So expect some more, expect Nokia to lay off some people. Oh, wait, that's already happening. Uh, And and they're already merging their divisions, right? They're merging their their cell phone or no, it's not. It's HTC. I'm sorry. HTC is saying that they're merging their smartphone and VR division together. And so, um, and they're going to lose like 425 people or something like that in the process. And so that's that's a a perfect example of what you're going to start to see. Uh, before we close this show, I got one last story to share because it's smartphone-related. All <laughs> right. I, at least we think it is. So it uh. turns out that um, Apple has made around 1,600 false alarm false alarm 911 calls from their Elk Grove recycling facility. <laughs> which you know it's funny my reaction was similar as yours like oh that's that's kind of funny like yeah it's about 20 a day (laughs) is what they've been pumping out and twitch apple was like we're going to investigate this because uh they took a very serious tone for it like this is stealing precious seconds from people who are actually in trouble and we just have it which i'm like okay yes genuinely a problem but i think we can all kind of also half smile and go oh yeah huh something's going on yeah let's fix that but um <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they know why it's happening what's like apparently it's when they're taking it apart and they obviously they don't know if it's the phone or the watches but something about the way that they are handling it they'll make the phone call in the process so yeah <laughs> really it's really fun it's part mess- of the
1: system too so it just happens every like all the time about
0: 20 times a day um yeah just kind of interesting all these it's amazing how pervasive cell phones are in this world and all these little tiny weird things that happen like that. You just go, Oh wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so our, uh, our question for you is what do you think is the next big thing? Do you think it's, do you think it's VR? Do you think it's wearables? 3d printing? Do you think it's 3d printing? Do you think that, um, it's AR or VR or, um, voice enabled assistance um, I f- I still feel like the self-driving cars is in some category, but, um, what do you think is next? What do you think is next? Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you and thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. You can check out all the links to this show on furloughrose.com slash 328. It's 328. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and Google play. We'd like to say thank you to Andrew. Orlasky of the Register, Tom Warner of The Verge, Katherine Nicholas of the Week, and Christian DeLuper of Digital Trends, and then finally Shrin Raji of CBS Sacramento. (laughs) And um I'd like to say thank you to you guys for um for those of you who do sponsor the show for sponsoring and um also to emojis. Thank you, emojis. Uh, I am James Furlow, and my Black Panther fanboy is Matthew Furlow. And so we will talk next time.